Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Good morning, Ross. Good morning to you, Joe. That's very flattering. Thank you very much. You don't sound as if you stayed up all night to watch the Super Bowl. I would have loved to have done, but I knew that you and I were talking at 6.30 and I do need my beauty sleep. You do? Well, I need a ton of it. Um, so anyway, there is a very curious rule about yeah. which which division within American football wins and the impact it has on the S&P 500. Remarkably, there are two halves of the league, the American Football Conference and the National Football Conference. San Francisco from the National last night, Kansas from the American. And after the first 30 Super Bowls, and we're now at 58, those from the Na- if the team from the National Conference won, the S&P's average gain was 13.5%. And the average gain from when the American Conference won was 1.8%. So there was a rule. If the National team won, the next day, you'd see the US stock market call down by traders because they were applying the Super Bowl rule. Now that's, you know, maths being what it is, it's now slowly averaging itself out over time. But after 57 Super Bowls, we had a 10% average gain from the National Conference and 75 from the American. So the rule's still there, but nowhere near as strong. And last year, Kansas won and the US market went up by a quarter. So it's not by any means foolproof, but we'll see if traders pay attention to the rule this morning after Kansas City's win for the American Conference. Ah, so we could see the rule being applied and the S&P doing well today. And, some, and, yeah, and you'll get some traders who will, will do exactly that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it will be interesting to see if some traders do say actually the American currency is one that's normally a bad sign. So we'll 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 take we'll take cover and take evasive action. Now, after the razzmatazz and the saccharin of the Super Bowl, let's stay with sweet things. The Financial Times has a story about cocoa prices. Ah, uh, this is not good news if you're a chocoholic. Mm, and no. co- uh, the price of cocoa is up forty percent this year, and oh. it's doubled over the past twelve months to four thousand six hundred pounds a ton. Cocoa is unusual and it's priced in sterling. All of the commodities are priced in dollars. Why cocoa is priced in sterling, I'll, I'll have to try and find out. But this is because of bad weather or unexpected weather because of El Nino in the Ivory Coast and Ghana, which which produce 70% of the world's cocoa. It's basically been too hot. There's not been enough rainfall. There's also a bit of a disease problem. So cocoa prices are shooting up through the roof. Hershey, the big American chocolate manufacturer, warned last week that this was going to affect their profits this year that they'd had some stockpiles of cocoa, but they've now worked through it. So they're now starting to use the more expensive stuff. And that means that there may well have to be some price increases in 2024, though equally they'll have to balance that against if they put the price up too much. Will people cut back on one of their favourite treats, which is something that Pepsi started to show in its numbers last week when it put prices up by an average of 13% last year and its volumes actually fell. Mm. So Pepsi, of course, make a wide variety of stuff, including mm. crisps and, of course, soft drinks. And they would have some sort of sweet products like chocolate as well. Yep. Um, so consumers could start noticing this, depending on how much chocolate they buy, of course. But even stuff like Cocoa Pops could could be inching upwards. Conceivably, I, mean, I guess the, the food manufacturers have got three options. They can put up their prices. They can take a hit on their margin. Or they can shrink flat, which you would argue is maybe the sort of sneer, which you can argue is maybe the sneaky way around it. And you may have seen that before the Super Bowl last night, President Biden was on X, formerly Twitter, mm. complaining about that very thing. 
it, it's it, obviously it's an election year and he will want to tap yeah. into the consumer. I see he also tweeted um, uh, tweeted something after the Super Bowl victory for the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, a picture of him with the, kind of these red eyes uh, as if denoting this was all part of some sort of grand scheme and grand plan, which is very interesting, especially after the pretty awful week that he had uh, last week. And uh, now can we move to Elon Musk? Um, someone who we kind of unfortunately talk about a lot. <laughs> Rarely out of the news. Yeah, um, he's um, he's moving the uh, the registration of Tesla from the tiny US state of Delaware and he's moving it to Texas. Yeah, Delaware is, is uh, first of all, it's got some pretty lax rules on, uh, albeit entirely legal ones, I hasten to add, on tax and, and corporate governance. And it's actually he's not the only one who's falling out of love with Delaware. Um, Trip advisors Greg Maffey is moving the company to Nevada. Media baron Barry Diller's looking to move some of his empire out after shareholders contested a deal he did a couple of years ago. And the reason that Mr. Musk is upset with Delaware is that a judge there annulled and cancelled a $56 billion pay deal that Tesla granted him two or three years ago, saying that Musk had exercised too much control over the board and the remuneration committee and had basically lulled them into giving him this, this fabulous options package, which then... I think possibly slightly to everybody's surprise, actually cashed out. Mr. Musk has taken offence. He actually then asked people on X, as he would do, whether they felt he should move the company to Texas. There was a, a an X poll and people said, yeah, go on, go for it. So now Mr. Musk is actually putting this to a proper shareholder vote to see whether he moves Tesla's headquarters from Delaware to Texas or not. So I guess you can argue this is the will of the people, but... <laughs> Sorry, Joe, yeah. you, you could have a situation whereby Tesla shareholders who are a lot more sane than te- uh, X uh, users um, <laughs> could say, actually, no, we like the That's we like correct. the rules of Delaware. And that could be pretty embarrassing for uh, Elon Musk. But let's go back to the payday of $5.5 yeah. billion. That is absolutely crazy for a single human being. He could build hospitals and, and with that money. You would like to think that he would do, and I'm sure he would be paying tax, or you'd like to think so. But I think what this does raise the issue of is, again, corporate governance. Mr. Musk has actually asked for his stake in Tesla to be allowed to go back up, because had he got that options package, his stake would have gone up to something like 22%. It's still at 13 at the minute, and he says he wants at least 25 so he can keep driving the company forward. And that's kind of him saying, this is my you know, this is my personal project, mm. when actually the shareholders own the company. So there is a bigger issue there. And as you say, it would be interesting if the shareholders say no, we're quite happy in Delaware, that would be a reverse for Musk and a bit of a pushback on some of his, uh, as you say, high-profile antics when it, when it comes to corporate governance, whether it's running Tesla or Twitter or SolarCity, whatever else it's been over the years. Yeah, it'd be very interesting to see whether he adheres to, if the, those uh, Tesla yeah. shareholders. Um, finally, a more local story. Brian Carey in the Sunday Times uh, reporting that Ryanair um, has forced to pull um, a proposal to base four more Boeing aircraft in Dublin Airport. Yeah, and this was it's looking to put put two more two million more travellers through Dublin Airport every year by adding this extra capacity, but it's not able to do so at the moment and it's had to scrap the plan. Um, there is a um, an application from the DAA to increase Dublin Airport capacity mm. from 32 to 40 million passengers a year, but there's local opposition and Fingal County Council is currently blocking the move, so Ryanair haven't got permission to do that and 
Michael O'Leary, your man who was never backwards about coming forwards, has been you know quite public about his complaints this Absolutely. morning. Absolutely, and when he often uh, he carry, follows through on his threats, he did threaten to pull these uh, extra aircraft, and now mm. it looks as if he's going ahead. Correct. Um, uh, there is a row going on in this country, Ross, uh, that whether um, a local county council, local authorities should decide on the fate of such nationally important uh, infrastructure as Dublin Airport. But we won't get into that just yet. Um, I hope you have a great week. Yeah, and great I, week. You out of curiosity. And I know you do like uh, American football. Will you be? Will you kind of watch the taped version of it later today or yes, tomorrow? Yes, I'm going to make. A, I'll watch the highlights this evening. Absolutely. And, and you're definitely. a fan of one team in particular, uh, the you Washington Commanders, as they're now known. Oh, they were the Redskins, were they? They were, and that, and they won three Super Bowls in ten years. Um, but they they now haven't reached the semi-final since 1991, which is the worst run in the league. Wow. Well, and of course, you can't get relegated in America. No, at least that's something. Otherwise, I think they'd have managed that quite comfortably many years ago. They've been absolutely dreadful. We've got new owners this year, new coach, new general manager. So looking forward to the 2024-25 season already. Well, best of luck with it, Ross. Thank you. Do you go out and watch games out of curiosity? Uh, I have been, yes. And I try and go to the Wembley games when I can. And I did see Washington when they tied with Cincinnati here five or six years ago. So I'm hoping that they're brought back soon. All right. Well done. Ross, thank you so much. Have a great week. That's Ross Mould from AJ Bell. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk.